You're Gonna Meow Podcast Network. Hey, everybody. This is April, and welcome to your next episode of Bless Your Heart. Um, while you're here at YouGonnaMeow.com, make sure you check out our other shows. We have shows um, for all your tastes. We have Nick Puente and Dave Lowry doing VHS Vengeance, reviewing B-movies. Um, they're fantastic. The Boo Ha Ha with Emily Faye Coleman. Um, she is your ghostess. I love it. I love that she goes by ghostess. It's dorky, but I like it because I like her. Um, then there's Marriage Survival Boot Camp with me and Damon. And then you've got Angelically Challenged with Angelique Harrington and Allison Troy. Um, by the time you hear this, you'll have also found that we now have a show called um, No Dog Radio. And the host is the Vault Dweller, a friend of Christopher Boatwright's. And um, when you hear this as well, um, this will be a coming out on August 6th. And on August 24th at the WeWork House in Portland, Oregon, I will be hosting a show called The Work Week Wind Down. And um, come check that out if you're in the area. And and um, let us know. Uh, let's see. It's the work week widen down on August 24th at 7 p.m. Um, today I am interviewing Amanda Lynn Deal. If you'll remember from a previous episode where we did Synchronous um, with me, which was Amanda, Jono, um, Shannon Hunt, and Zane Thomas. Mm-hmm. Did I forget anybody? Nope. Okay, us. good. Woo. I did that off of memory, too. <laughs> um, so uh, you guys are doing the Synchronous show. You can find the page on Facebook. Uh, Synchronous with me. You can mm-hmm. find the page on Facebook. You guys do it at Kelly's, but you're going to be kind of traveling around now, right? Yeah, we did one in Seattle last Thursday, mm-hmm. and um, we're going to be hopefully travel around a little bit more, but we're always going to be at Kelly's the last Thursday of the month. Okay. And what was the number you all had in Seattle this time? Um, the number was 10. Okay. And, uh, yeah, the number was 10. They kind of went in circles for a while, but it was cool because Jono and Zane didn't really know the area. So people in the audience and people who are on the walk kind of knew like, oh, we're coming up on this thing or like, oh yeah, this guy with the sign, fuck that guy. (laughs) There's a guy that had a sign that said like, I want to fuck a fat chick or something like that. Yeah. And he's like just some shitty dude who has signs that are offensive and people are like, like all the fucking Seattle bros. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nice. I was going to say Seattle. I like the face you make when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes cross. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Seattle dudes. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, uh, my email is April at you going to meow dot com. Uh, how can people find you? Um, you can find me at Amanda Lindeal on all the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Nice. That's yeah. the best way to do it. That's yeah. that's good work. Mm-hmm. That's when I started doing this. That's why I went with something so bizarre as you going to be out because I could get you going to be out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of that. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't have to fight anybody for it. So good for not having to fight for your name. Yeah. I'm sure Amanda Deal is taken, but Amanda Lynn Deal was that little, little niche. So <laughs> speaking of your name, mm-hmm. one of the things I wanted to ask you about was, is that you go by all three. Mm-hmm. Now, is there a reason? Did you, did, I have a reason why I go by the name I go by because of just weird family history and shit like that. Did uh, you have something that happened that make, made you go, no, I have to go by all three names? Uh, yeah, I used to just go by Amanda Deal. Mm-hmm. And I had people tell me like, oh, yeah, that name is like, you know, Amanda Deal. It sounds good. It's like a good name or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I don't know. I guess it's a lot of like duh sounds. Mm-hmm. Amanda Deal. Um, but I actually went by all three names at an open mic once because I had this like opening joke that I still do sometimes where it's like, my name's Amanda Lynn. My dad 
who was a stoner and a musician, thought it'd be really cute to name me after the instrument, Amanda Lynn. Amanda Lynn. And then people were like, oh. Okay, and, I'm Amanda like, Lynn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, my name's a dad joke. So <laughs> so that was like my opening joke for a really long time. And my dad even like reached out to me. He's like, hey, I hope you don't think I named you that like as a joke or anything. And I was like, dad, it's fine. Chill. Like, it's a good opener. <laughs> no, like, I figured it was it's a play on words. Dad. It's cute. Yeah. yeah. My whole name's a pun. I get a lot of that shit. Uh, like, you're a man. Duh. My last name's Deal. It's like, what's the deal? <laughs> yeah, all that shit. And but, then you get the three names is also all mm-hmm. serial killers go by three names except yep. for like Ted Bundy. So mm-hmm. why? So so why uh, do you? So, yeah, answer that. Uh, (laughs) Answer that question. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't get my shit together. I just kind of stuck. I was like, I'll just keep the three names because I kind of liked it. It sounded good. It was like if I ever wanted to pull that opener out of my back pocket, I could always have it. And then, like, with the social media stuff, like, there's a few Amanda deals on, like, YouTube and um, Instagram and you know Facebook and all that shit and the full name with the two ends I was like well no one's got it so I was like I'll just put that as everything so that way nice. it's just like there it is that's it that's a good hit in this day and age yeah. like the older things get the harder it's going to be to like make your name on the internet I guess probably especially yeah. with like common common American names too yeah so. if your name is like more uh yeah like a common american name you have to like add numbers or like some weird pun or like a thing inside exactly. joke or something yeah or yeah. figure out how to go by something different and it, yeah it's a pa- i was gonna i was thinking about going by um april michelle but then i realized like everything i have is by april gallity uh-huh. so I'm, I'm like okay i'll just go by april gallity and and i had uh when the internet kind of first came out and things were really getting going i was on um What's the music one they have now? Uh, MySpace. I was on MySpace. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was on MySpace. And I met a girl who contacted me and she goes, we've got the same name. And I'm like, holy shit. Now, her name is by birth. Mine's by marriage. So her name was April oh. Gality and my name was April Gality. And she goes, hey, there's another weird April Gality out there. <laughs> she loves ferrets. They're everywhere. And she <laughs> even has our last name as her website. And I'm like, hi, my name is April Gality and I'm the weirdo that loves ferrets. <laughs> oh, that's great. And I'm, the one, and I'm the one that owns the website. <laughs> that's awesome. And I didn't realize I was kind of ahead of the curve with that sort of thing because as soon as I heard that website names and stuff were out, I immediately mm-hmm. thought I need my name. Yeah, I, I tried to get april.com as soon as I heard about it. And even then that was, and I was way ahead of the curve. I, even then I couldn't get it. I did get, um, I suck at standup.com. <laughs> That's awesome. And nobody's <laughs> ever gotten it. <laughs> That's and great. I was like, really, am I the comedian with the worst uh, like self-esteem that I'm the one that would get? I suck at standup.com. I'm surprised it was available, honestly, really with all the self-deprecation too. and comedy things exactly. that had that a long time ago. Yeah. I own the domain name mandolindeal.com, but I've tried with the website so many times and it gives me so much anxiety. And I don't know, I just need to fucking sit down and do it because it's all the pieces are there. But then I start, I don't know, I get too fucking nutty about it. I'm like, oh, I got to find everything that I've ever done. Stuff that's like notable, make it look nice, but not too much stuff. But like, yeah. And then like my hair changed. I look stupid. I get new fucking headshots. Then I'm just like, oh, I don't know. Social media. That's more like up to date. Whatever. Yeah. Well, you know what? Facebook makes it easier. Yeah. I mean, it used to be that. It used to be that thing like, well, this is my website and here's my card and check, mm. you know, and all this. And now it's just like, I'm on Facebook. And if you can yeah. find me on Facebook, you can find me anywhere. Yeah. So it is easier. It's much easier that way. Mm-hmm. So at least I don't even think really that 
websites are that important now. Yeah, as long like, as you're on social media. Yeah. And a lot of clubs care about like your Twitter presence, and I fucking hate Twitter. Let me just say, I just think it's a lot of narcissistic bullshit. I, I hate Twitter too. Like you have every, to be very yeah. on top of the times in order to like be good at it. And I'm yeah. so misinformed. Like I get all my news from comedians. <laughs> I really do. Like I don't know what's going on in the world until I open up Facebook and I'm like, oh shit, something with this fucking guy because everyone's making jokes about it. And right. then I either Google it or I decide I don't care that much. And I'll just get yeah. bits and pieces. Well, you know, something came out about uh, the president today about him being a traitor. And I'm like, I fucking didn't even see that. They were like, he did it live on TV. And I'm like, I f- what did he fucking say that could be so horrible live on TV? See, that- I don't even know. I see yeah. him with Russia, and he's always been a piece of shit. So every Trump thing I see, I'm just like, yeah, okay. Exactly. I'm tired <laughs> of being excited about this now at this <laughs> yeah. point. I'm like, I don't even know what to do. Um, Real bummer. So do you have any bless your heart stories? Do you want to go that route, or do you want to just talk about the comedy scene? Bless your heart stories, is that like... Uh, Explain. It's all about ni- negativity and uh, stupidity. Okay. So, Because the thing I tell people is, bless your heart's one of those words. You, you've heard people say, uh-huh. they're like, you can use it just like fuck. You can use it yeah. any way you want. Bless yeah. your heart. Oh, yeah. Bless your heart, yeah. yeah. You can do that. I can be sincere. It can be sincere. It can be, um, it can be like, a, you dumb fuck, that sort of thing. So once I've told like an innocent one is like, I believe that sunflowers were turned by hand by farmers. Oh. I didn't realize that they automatically followed the, the sun. sun. Mm-hmm. And I believe that way too late into life. <laughs> My dad had me believing that the big colorful balls that hang off of, of uh, electric lines is uh-huh. uh, full of helium to hold them up. <laughs> believe that way too long. So, yeah. The, so, oh, bless your heart. Yeah, when you hear stuff like that. So yeah. it's that kind of theme. So, but I don't require it. So it's up to you. But um, Well, my dad uh, used to say this thing that I'm sure a lot of like dads tell their kids where if you... Um, are eating watermelon and you swallow a seed, a watermelon's going to grow in your stomach. Oh, I remember that one, yeah. And it scared the shit out of me the first time because I accidentally swallowed one. And then my dad saw me outside uh, staring at the sun with my eyes closed, my mouth open, and he was like, well, what are you doing? And then I was like, I'm trying to grow this watermelon. Like, I was legit, like, ready to be a watermelon mama. You're I was like, like I'm going to raise this. Maybe I'll eat it. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> it's mine. I can do what I want. It talks back to me. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> Just being the weirdest little kid mom, I just like accepted, like, you know what? I made this decision. I have to have this baby. <laughs> I also grew up very religious, so the idea of watermelon abortion didn't even cross my mind. No, you know? you're like, I'm going to do this. There's no way. I got I to gotta raise this. <laughs> this child. You were born very, you were raised very religious. Oh, where, yeah. where are you from? I'm from Santa Monica, California, is where okay. I was born. And uh, seven people in my family, immediate family. So there's five kids. Um, I'm the second to youngest. I was like homeschooled for most of my life, very like sheltered, religious, like butt and shut up with the worst words we could say. I didn't even know cunt was a real word till I was in my 20s. Oh, so wow. bless your heart. I'll bless Someone your heart said on that one. That's like, word. Cunt, okay. Yeah, sure. That's a bad word. <laughs> I just <laughs> made it up. I was like, no, button, shut up. Those are the real ones we got to watch out for. <laughs> cunt, who oh, are the... Yeah, right. I thought yeah. that was a lie. Yeah. My family moved to India when I was 10 years old uh, to start a church. So I was a missionary kid over there. Oh, okay. Um, my mom was very into like modeling and acting. So she put me in all that stuff in India, and I was in a very terrible movie um, called Ramana, where I play the adopted daughter of a vigilante who adopted a bunch of kids from like all over. Okay. Uh, two kids from southern India that spoke Tamil, a kid from northern India that spoke Hindi, and then my white ass. Uh, my parents died in a car crash or some shit. Okay. 
So it was like by day, like very wholesome, like dad with all these adopted kids, like la la la. And then by night, he's just like this fat, sweaty old dude just beating the shit out of motherfuckers. And it was one of the funniest things. Like me and my dad were dying laughing in the theater. And everyone was like, excuse me, this is our hero. And we're just like, <laughs> like just the sound like, effects. Oh my God. Just like, <laughs> like someone like flipping over a fence. Like took on like 40 dudes in this fight scene. It's golden. That is amazing. Was it a Bollywood style movie? Yeah, Bollywood is like a little more money and a little more sophistication in like northern India. That's the stuff that like can get nominated for Oscars and I stuff. See. And then like uh, in southern India, those movies are like the B movies to Bollywood, sort of. But okay. they take it very seriously. Okay. Okay. So. Well, yeah. I mean, any group who does something like that, they usually do take it very seriously. Oh, yeah. So. It's real silly. <laughs> it's real That's silly. amazing, yeah. though. It's fun to watch. Just you have a it's movie out of credit. Are you on IMDb? <laughs> I am. That is awesome. Well, like, I'm on the poster in IMDb, but, like, my name and none of that shit's on there. <laughs> so I have looked it up, and on Wikipedia, they have it. And, like, on the poster, I'm on there. I'm just like, oh, boy. I would send them my ID and just be like hey that's me you better verify me yeah. on that IMDB page like <laughs> yeah, right. I would be sending oh man dude I would milk that so hard <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, I would milk that so hard. Got a movie cred. Got a movie cred. It's yeah. like, dude, I peaked when I was 11 and I was in that movie. Like, I'm doing comedy now, but fuck it. Like, that was the silliest thing I have ever done. And it's so bad. My acting is so sassy because you could tell I just don't want to be there. My mom was like, no, just do it. It'll be great. And I'm just like, mm, I'm a brat. Like, oh, woof. <sighs> it's cute. It <laughs> sounds cute. It's embarrassing as hell, but it's out there. Yeah, I mean, you <laughs> it's know, out there. How, how old are you? Can I ask? Yeah, I'm 27. Okay, so you're fairly young. Yeah, yeah. I'm in, my, in my late 20s now, which is good. I'm excited to be 30 because I feel like 20s were some bullshit. It was fun, but oh, I'm done with that. So the whole frontal lobe thing is done. That's completely finished. Yeah, um, probably. I don't know. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's the thing. They say that your whole frontal lobe finishes when you're about 25. Oh, that okay. By the time you're 25, you should be able to make conscious decisions between wrong and right and not oh, do man. stupid shit. Well, there's no hope for men because I feel like that <laughs> frontal lobe is... It's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Is it still 25 for them? Uh, I, no, there's just uh, 85. Oh, okay. just 85. Ours sense. is 25. <laughs> they got 60 more years. <laughs> yeah, they got to fuck around together. for six. <laughs> they need funny. women to teach them. Yeah. So how they uh. how to behave. <laughs> I was lucky. I married a man whose mom was like, made sure he knew how to cook, do his own laundry. Yeah. Was at, he's actually tidy. He doesn't have stinky feet. Mm. Do, you, do you ever meet somebody with stinky feet and you're just like, do you not smell that it's coming? It's me. I'm that person. Are you really? Oh, yeah, it's bad. Do you, well, I don't smell your feet. I mean, they're fine now, but like, I I don't know. I've I, almost my jobs room. are like on your feet, you know, customer oh, well, service that's shit. Different. So no. Whenever I get home, it's just like, oh, sorry. <laughs> but I got today off, slept all day, so these little puppies are fine. But no, that's not what I mean. I mean, <laughs> men stink when they just walk around and exist. <laughs> exist as a stinky person. Yeah. Yeah. You knows, Damon doesn't exist as a stinky man, <laughs> awesome. but some men do. Yeah. I don't understand it. I have friends, and I'm, they're just like, I don't know, this is how I smell. And I'm like, did, did you, you take a shower? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I took one this morning. And I'm just like, did you use soap? 
Yeah. <laughs> Did you just stand in front of it and dance for a minute and think the sweat was enough? Like, yeah. I'm not sure just what's twirl going around in the water and you're like, I'm good. <laughs> the fuck? It's like when you're a kid and you rinse your mouth out with water and mm-hmm. so your mom thinks you brush your teeth. <laughs> I don't understand why. No, no, that's not what I mean. <laughs> I'm like, I'm all looking down under the table. I'm like, your feet don't stink. Oh, they're good right now. But had I had been productive before I got here, woof. You <laughs> 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 would change your tune. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I get that. I forgot where we were going. Oh, this has been really random. Yeah, this has been really random. I kind of like that. Like, let's just talk and then see where it goes. Okay. Well, I tell you what. Can I ask you a mm-hmm. controversial question? Oh, for sure. Okay. So I notice you don't mm-hmm. shave under your arms. I don't. How long have you? Now you said your parents are kind of hippie-ish. Does um, that come from that, or was that a decision later in life? No, that was definitely later in life because, like, they were hippies. Got together, found religion had five kids. Um, my my sister, who's just three years older, not my oldest sister, but the one just older than me, mm-hmm. um, she lived in Seattle and was kind of a hippie. And like she stopped shaving for a while and had friends who didn't shave. And that always like fascinated me because I always had this big complex about my body hair because I'm a very hairy person. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom's dad is Lebanese, so I got the pasty white skin from all the white people and then the dark, thick hair mm-hmm. from that. So I, I used to like shave my hands in the shower and there's like blonde hairs, but I used to be like super OCD about my body hair. Um <clears throat> And my mom is, like, a very pretty put-together person, you know, like, no unsightly anything ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I moved to Chicago and started doing comedy, and two of my roommates were from Wisconsin, and they both, like, were raised very, like, whatever, kind of hippie, and they didn't shave. And I thought that was pretty cool, so I just kind of stopped doing it. I also have really sensitive skin, so when I do, it looks like I have all-over-body herpes. Ah. <laughs> so you're welcome. The hair is better. Uh, <laughs> it was bad, like, real itchy armpits. It was not cute. So, and like the humidity in Chicago wasn't helping. So I was like, well, fuck it. I'll just stop. And then I just started getting more comfortable with it. And like, I loved that it made people uncomfortable because this is like natural. I don't know why it turned into like such this backwards thing where like, if you just don't shave, then you're gross. So you have to. I'm like, why is this pressure on me? Why can't you just be fine? Dudes don't shave their fucking armpits as long as you don't smell awful. Like, whatever. So I just got more comfortable with it as time went on. So it's been like probably five years since I shaved anything. That's cool. I well, I have the Chelsea Handler problem. Have you ever heard what she says about uh-uh. body hair? Mm-hmm. Um, she got on TV one time and she was like, hey, this whole thing about body hair, like nobody told me that the the the, the social consciousness of body hair would change mm-hmm. and that we would go from, oh, we don't care what you do anymore. Or, or it would go from like, you got to shave everything to, oh, we don't give a fuck what you do. Uh-huh. And all of it's acceptable now. She's like, well, I lived through that time when you got to shave everything. So she spent the money and laser herself i did the same thing oh i am lasered from the top of my toes to under my nose in fact before (laughs) i saw you today i went and had electrolysis done Uh on my neck because um i uh i still do grow some whiskers oh yeah i grow a few whiskers and Mm -hmm. i do not like those whiskers (laughs) because i'm like you i was super 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 conscious of body hair too when i was a kid now here's the interesting thing now i've I've thought about doing jokes about this and I've wondered how to talk about it. It's one of those things I want to talk about. I just haven't figured out how to do it right yet. Yeah. But here's the gist of it. I remember being little and my brother-in-law, uh, cause, uh, you, you talked about being, uh, 
next to last of five, mm-hmm. I'm the last of six. Okay. And so I have a lot of older brothers and sisters. And I had a brother-in-law who, when I was a little little kid, and I just remember this this nest of stuff. <laughs> like he always wore wife beaters yeah. and always had this just giant, like, <laughs> it was crazy. And it drove me insane. And he would be like, come here. And then you'd be like, Bah! you know, because when you're that height, that yeah, armpit's like coming over. right for your face, yeah. you know, and all that hair's just like over your oh, yeah. forehead. It's gross. So that's, I think, I think that is what turned me off to body hair because I really don't remember there ever being any discussion about body hair in my family. Like it wasn't like, hey, are you going to shave? Yeah. It was just, we all kind of just picked it up when we I guess felt social pressure at school or whatever. Yeah. Um, my mom, you know, my mom never talked to us about it or anything. And then years later, here we are, people are like, yeah, you can do whatever you want. Well, I've lasered myself from my head to my <laughs> toes. So I can't even be in, I can't even be like, yeah. And, and like have arm hair if I wanted to, I'm kind of, I'm kind of weirded out by it. Like you say, you, it weird, you, you, you enjoy it. Well, it kind of, well, you're raised to believe a certain thing is wrong. And yeah. so now you're like, okay, well why? And I know logically it's not wrong. And you're you're right. It is natural. And who the fuck cares? I have, um, cause I did that laser. I couldn't finish it on the vagina. Uh-huh. So if I let the hair grow out and I don't keep it trim and I let it grow, it looks like I have cancer <laughs> oh and then I'm going through treatments cause it's got bald spots where the laser took and it's got places where the laser didn't take and it's got varying levels of thickness and various. That's funny. Does it like not always take then? That's a thing. Like not some that, areas. Don't, don't well, it take takes them? several runs. Okay. Yeah. Um, you have the perfect skin for it. You have to be pale and you have to have dark, skin and then it doesn't take as long but um the the follicle has to be killed and it might not do it in the first run so mm-hmm. that's why they go over every area like four or five times yeah just to be sure i thought um, about doing that i used to like dream about that when i was a kid of like one day i'm just gonna get laser from my neck down so i don't have to fucking worry about it oh uh, it was horrible yeah, yeah don't do painful, it yeah. it is it's yeah, super like it's like burning. a take a rubber band and snap it on your skin that's what it feels like but it goes Oh, like a thousand? Every follicle it hits, you get that feeling. So it's just real fast across the, you know, the skin. And if um, she accidentally, you can't do it over tattoos because it'll fuck up your tattoos. And she accidentally hit me on the top of that one right there Uh on my ankle. And it's the only one I have on my leg. And I got all that laser before I got all these tattoos. Okay. it uh, man, it hit that ink and that hurt like hell. It hurts too. Yeah, over the tattoo because yeah. it's like scar tissue, probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, and so I'm not really sure. All I know is it focuses is on on the color of the ink. That's what it goes for. It goes for that dark color. Yeah. So yeah, that was, oh, that was horrible. It was horrible. So I couldn't finish it on the on the crotch, but I but the 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 thing about it is that I was wanting to do jokes about is like I mean I want to stand in sol- solidarity. I'm I'm. I'm a woman. I want to own my own business. I want to get paid like men. I want to have every right that everybody else does. So I can't be that way and then say, you can't shave under your arms. I know that's not right. So I don't do that. But at the same time, I'm like, I kind of want to do a joke like, bitches, when y'all are walking around with the fucking uh, elven uh, beard like mm-hmm. I can grow, then talk to me about <laughs> talk to me about being, you know, for the women because I don't see anybody growing a goddamn beard other than men. And I can grow a beard. That's what I went for electrolysis today. So that that that's the thing I want to I want to yeah. touch on. But I've always I've wondered how to touch on these things because it's um, well, see, you're much younger than me. I'm 46. So 
I come from a different time yeah. and place. <laughs> I know it's so old sounding, but it, seriously, it's just, I found out by accident when I first moved here, I would say something and s- somebody would go, you can't say that. And I'd go, why? And I'd go, that's racist. <laughs> really? I, I didn't <laughs> And that's horrible yeah. because the things that are baseline normal in one place and aren't baseline normal in another can cause you problems trying yeah. to come back in. And I don't, and like I said, I don't want to body shame anybody, but at the same time, I want to talk about like how hairy I am. Did you see the post I made a couple days ago on Facebook? I posted a picture of a Sasquatch with my face on it. Uh-uh. And I was like, did, it, did, did anybody else have puberty like me? It hit me like a truck. I woke up and this is what I had. <laughs> I had tits, hips, and I look like Tom Selleck. That's what happened. Hell yeah. And I was like, why nipple hair? Oh, I know, um, right? It was not kind to me either. It was just like, boof. So I would like nair everything mm-hmm. when I was a kid, but that sensitive skin shit. Oh, yeah. So it hurt like a motherfucker. One time I tried to nair my eyebrows because <gasps> my sister said something about my eyebrows being like bushy or I was going to get a oh, unibrow no. or something. Sisters so I nared so them. It burned like hell. I washed it off. They were all crooked. I started crying. My sister's like, what are you doing in there? I ran out of the bathroom, put a blanket over my head. They were like trying to rip it off me. As soon as they saw my face, just like bright fucking red on my brow, crooked ass eyebrows, they died laughing. Oh, no. And I was like, yeah. And so they had to like basically pin me down when my mom plucked the hairs to make it look normal. And I was like, well, fuck Nair forever. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with this, but I guess I'll figure it out. Fucking terrifying. Even when I wasn't shaving everything, for whatever reason, the armpits felt like beautiful and empowering to me, but I was still really self-conscious about my leg hair. And like, it took me a while to get over that, but there's a few years where I was like armpits out and still had like leggings or something because I was like, oh, my oh, legs are like patchy and kind of gross, but like my armpit hair is like Your legs giant don't look bad bushes. You can't even see it. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, you know, we all have our little body conscious shit. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> true. My legs are patchy. My armpits are like full fucking heads of hair down there. <laughs> yeah, we all have it. But I mean, that's why I kind of do tattoos because I get those little red mm-hmm. spots. Oh, yeah, same. And I'm, I like covering them with tattoos. I'm, I told Damon I'm just going to like probably when the wrinkles start coming on, I don't really want to do injections and I definitely don't want to go get any type of surgery. I've already had one facial surgery and I really don't want to go through it again. And mine was due to a car accident. And so they fixed this, like the little spot over here Uh where I got hit. And it makes me self-conscious that this eye's lifted up a little bit more than this one. And everybody goes, no, 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 of course not. Yeah, exactly. But but it's that thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird the things they put on women. Yeah. I've been going through kind of um, an awakening, if that's the right kind of word. Like, I used to be quite the misogynistic bitch. I've actually... It's weird. We're kind of raised to be that way. I used to be that way, too. My grandma was such a badass feminist, but I still was like, nah, I don't like women. They have drama. All my friends are boys. I'm a tomboy. Exactly. Me too, That felt way more empowering than, like, someone calling me ma'am or, like a girl or a woman right. i was just like Ugh, it's yeah. so fucking weird like it i is. hated women but i was one what the hell yeah exactly <laughs> well i had a grandmother that um pulled me aside when i was younger and told me that um we were the reason that the earth was the way it is is because of uh, uh eve i was gonna say some eve shit yeah eve fucked it up and so now we Ugh. have to pay the price and that's why we get uh, the way she said it the blood of course i was little then oh, and i like was like periods? what the fuck is a, the blood i have no idea so i found out later what that was but yeah that's hardcore though to not know what it is it's like that's why we get the blood you're like yeah. wait 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 what does that mean <laughs> she just walks away <laughs> 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 the fuck? What's gonna happen? you know i'm already watching horror films at this point and i'm I'm like what? <laughs> no, I really thought um 
I had heard about periods and I asked my mom and I said, and what I said was, is I heard that we get a period once a month when we get older. And she goes, yeah, when you're grown. And I'm like, okay. And I walked away and I didn't ask any more questions and she didn't want to tell me anything else. And I grew up thinking until I got it yeah. that um, a big giant black dot was just going to fall out of my vagina once a month. Damn. Just a big giant black dot. Just I wonder if that'd be easier though. It probably. I don't know. Wouldn't that be like birthing a baby? Yeah, like I, I was guess. freaked out because I was like, "Is it going to be the size like I see on the typewriter, or is it going to be like the size of my head?" Yeah. Or you know. And then, um, and then I was at school and I was in the sixth grade when I started my period and um, I started screaming. I was in the bathroom, started screaming, thought I was dying. Shit's terrifying. It you is. don't really know what to it expect. Is. It just happens. Definitely think you're dying. Yep. Definitely think you're dying. Yep. Luckily, my best friend had her period a couple months before I did. So, like, she kind of went through that horror and explained it to me. And I had a lot of sisters that, you know, oh, then explained good, yeah, it to yeah. me. So, like, I knew it was coming. Still wasn't really ready for it. You're like, oh, okay, well, I'm a woman now. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Yeah. I'm moody and hungry and my face looks like shit. I feel like I've, like, for men and women, women know when, like, when you grow up and when you become like from a girl to a woman because you have your period and all this responsibility is kind of thrust upon you and you're like, all right, I got to be careful. Like I have this responsibility. I do need to take care of myself. Like, all right, no going back. Here we go. This is for life now. Mm -hmm. But I feel like for dudes, they don't really have that defining moment for when they go from like being a boy to a man. For them, they have to make the choice. We don't really get like a choice of when like, I'm a woman now. It's like, no, no, no. My body decided this is where I am. Today's the day. Yep. You can be, you know, 10, 12, 16, 18, whatever the fuck mm -hmm. age you get your period. You're like, well, I'm a woman. <laughs> Yay. Here it, it is. Yeah. Lucky sons of bitches. That's yeah. Why, that's why I put them my chair. I was in a weird position with mine because my sisters were gone and it was just me and my mom and she didn't tell me a whole lot. And, um, you know, even my sister Sherry, who gave me the talk about the birds and the bees and did it with like a with like a, a, a book, mm -hmm. it just and I even saw like her bloody pad yeah. and it just never translated. I, I just didn't for some reason they didn't get that across to me. Yeah. And so I, I so Maybe when it happened, just in shock, yeah, just, <laughs> it's a lot to oh take my in. God, I'm dying. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was dying. I yeah. thought I was dying. Yeah. And that's it. You're absolutely right. That is not fair. Like there is a defining moment mm -hmm. in our lives where you're suddenly you have something put on you and you have to be more adult and more yeah. responsible and carry supplies yep. and know how they work and so a lot of times you have to keep it a secret i feel like most women aren't comfortable talking about it until they're a little older and they're like ah, oh, fuck it you know like yeah. i can hand someone a tampon in a crowded bar and be like i got you girl whereas before yeah. it's like you know middle school or high school passing it like it's this fucking secret no one if anyone yeah, finds out the they're gonna bully to you it. for yeah. it you know Ugh. oh did you Stupid. ever have one of those moments where you got up to go like, um, you know, can I go to the restroom? Teacher's like, yeah, sure. And then somebody goes, why are you taking your purse? Luckily, no. But I was like, had so much shame that I would like tuck it in my pocket oh, okay. before I would ask. Oh, okay. But one time I had a friend in health class and I was like, hey, do you have like a tampon? She's like, yeah. And just puts it on the table. And I was so like shocked by how she bold she was. She's like, it's health class. Fuck it. Like we're <laughs> learning about this. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And I always remember that because it's like, why are we keeping this a weird secret? It is. Half weird. of us in here are about to bleed or are bleeding. And like yeah. the dudes need to know. They're this preparing is, like, a us thing. for this. Yeah. Yeah. And that should, oh, it should create more of like a comfortable environment yeah. for women and dudes shouldn't make it fucking weird. Yeah. Ugh, I hate when they make it weird. I read 
read an interesting article one time uh, about a, a woman was talking about like getting her period when she was a teenager and she went camping uh, with her family and uh-huh. her older brothers were allowed to bring friends with them and she wasn't feeling well and wasn't playing like she normally would and they were like what the fuck's the matter with you and like the brother had to walk them away and she was like so this is important like she's like they have sisters these two boys had sisters and they should have known what was wrong with her but it took her brother telling them like she was like thank god my mom had the sense to tell my brother like this is what women go through you need to know about this as well as what you go through yeah you're absolutely right every uh, boys need to know more way more about all of that and it shouldn't be weird they should have like empathy and sympathy for Mm -hmm. it and you know just be cool about it yep it's just like my sister has a little uh, a little granddaughter that i've been like i've been begging her i have begged her and i know she listens to this Mm -hmm. this is why i'm saying it on here i have begged her to just make sure that my niece has no sense of being uh ashamed yeah of being female that's the thing i'm angry about right now at 46 Mm -hmm. years old just now starting to figure out that oh my god i was acting and behaving in a certain manner because i was taught to be that way and i didn't know to that I, I didn't realize I was treating myself like shit. Yeah, that's what it is. You treat yourself like shit. You don't realize yeah. your own worth. And, exactly. And and I, I hate it that it took me to forty six, uh, right around forty five, forty six to figure it out. And I'm begging my, I'm like, don't let her be ashamed of her body hair. Don't let her be ashamed of her skin. Yeah. If her eyes are, you know, one eyebrow. There's a. Have you seen the the model with the single eyebrow? Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, she's on Instagram. I I can't remember her name. I'll find it for you. Um, but she's like, she's a model, like beautiful, but. She's she refuses to shave her um, unibrow and she even takes and she has it all fluffed up, yeah. you know, so that it makes a pattern across the top. Nice. And it's just one big giant line of hair and it looks like a big hairy hat caterpillar on her face. I thought you were saying one eyebrow, like she only has like the left or the right you one. You know, it goes from like one side of nice. her face to the other. <laughs> nice. Well, Frida Carlos shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she, she's like, she's like, I don't understand. She goes, why does this make a difference? Why does a half an inch of hair? Yeah make a fucking difference it's so weird yeah so yeah that's what i'm hoping for that's what that's what i've decided to kind of make my thing now is to try to help like young girls i know coming up like if i hear them say something i'm fat like no you're not yeah and yeah. to just take that because there's so much just like negative connotation to being a woman in life like oh you fight like a girl or like oh what are you a pussy and like all that shit like mm-hmm. oh yeah you're drinking a girly drink and i'm like do you need to drink shitty alcohol to feel like a man? Do you need to get blackout drunk and piss on yourself? Like, a dude wants to drink a fucking, like, mojito or whatever the fuck. Have a mojito. He's keeping his shit together. I don't give a fuck. I don't know. It's just so silly. They'll be like, oh, it's a girly drink. And I'm like, really? Like, I drink straight tequila. Am I a dude now? Like... <laughs> I mean, I got the armpits for it, but you're, <laughs> talk about you're, that. The t- you're tougher <laughs> than most dudes. I do. That's why. Well, that's why I like my husband because he drinks girly drinks, and people have said stuff to him before, and he just cocks his eyebrow and drinks yeah. his girly drink. Like it's so dumb. Do something. Like why is that such a thing? I don't what's know. wrong with tasty? Why can't guys like things that are soft, tasty, and sweet? Yeah. Like why? Why can't they like delicate things? I, I don't know. It's it's that what is what do they call it? Masculine uh, toxic, toxic masculinity. masculinity. Thank you. Yeah. I read this like cool little. Uh, it was like a screenshot from someone's Twitter, and it was saying like a lot of people hear toxic masculinity and think it's like anti men, but it's not. It's anti men thinking they need to act a certain way and be tough and put down other men right. in order to feel manly. Like if anything, it's like pro men. To be like toxic masculinity is bad. That doesn't right. mean like men suck. It just means like this thing you're doing is bad for you and yeah. it's bad for us. So cut it out. Like yeah. cut that shit out. It's toxic. Hence it's not only toxic for us, but yeah. you too. Yeah. But like, you know, 
we should all be like, yeah, that's stupid. Let's not yeah. do it anymore. The end. Yeah. <laughs> the dudes I, get so butthurt over that. I, it is weird. And people get buggered. I like that word buggered. People yeah. get buggered over like girly things. Like yeah. I saw a guy one time walking around with a big Hello Kitty tattoo on his neck. It was a big biker dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was walking with a little girl who was in a Hello Kitty jacket. So I suspect Aww. I know who, who designed, yeah. came up with the design idea for that tattoo. Cute. But yeah, I would love to see somebody walk up and tell him that he shouldn't be wearing Hello Kitty because it's not manly enough. Yeah. Yeah, it's, fight him. that <laughs> would be fun. Well, you know, I used to live in Florida. There was a guy in the little town that I used to live in, and he used to wear a pink leather motorcycle jacket on the and he would ride motorcycle around and, and on the back of it it was it said say something it just <laughs> that's all it said on the back oh, end of his jacket great. was just say something i'm like yeah hell yeah dude i'll give him a high five <laughs> <laughs> i like that pink jacket yeah, high five. yeah something that's, positive about that <laughs> positive in parentheses say yeah. something positive yeah it's <laughs> beautiful i like that oh yeah yeah so yeah it's weird um it's a weird thing coming from the south to the west coast it's 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 interesting. I'm trying to. I'm making conscious efforts to make friends with friends with women mm-hmm. because of the exact thing you said. Yeah, it it's just, important. It's powerful. Like women are a very powerful group of people, and I feel like that's why they've been so depressed and put in this like lower category. Because it's also been proven that like instead of a matriarchy taking care of like a village or a community, when like a woman is in power they give back to the environment more and are more like conscious of life. And it's probably because like our periods and life givers or whatever, like it's just like in our brains, like, no, we have to, if we want a thing, we have to put into it to get like the harvest. You can't just take all the food and be like, why is there no more left? But yeah, dudes are like, just take the resources. Fuck it. But like, yeah, there's tribes where like women were in charge and shit got done and it was peaceful and like the environment thrived. So I'm just saying, I think that women, putting each other like building each other up instead of putting each other down and oh, stop yeah, thinking definitely. that like we're all in competition for what dudes gross like come on <laughs> yeah <laughs> come on <laughs> well, what, what, how do you feel about the idea that and here's something that i've discussed with my husband a lot is the idea that men and women are different we are different for a reason like yeah. like i understand i understand equality um on the scheme of things, but equality as far as male and female are concerned, I actually don't believe in that. I actually believe women, we have it. It's scientifically, scientifically proven that we have different muscle, muscle, um, and skeletal, uh, like bindings i forget the the exact term for it but the way ours is structured versus the way men's are structured that's what helps them be able to be more powerful be faster be more um to be able to like lift heavier things and all that and so there's a there's an evolutionary use for that and if we were still out in the middle of the woods somewhere in little villages and all the women were together in a village raising all the kids and all the men were out hunting uh whatever it was to feed everybody in the village that's different but we've we've moved we've moved into this new society where we don't need men to hunt our food for us we don't need men and they're having a hard time they're having a hard time yeah switching switching those gears you know we need more soft men and powerful women that's it we need to flip it a little bit and like see where that takes us I, th- I saw this like video too where it was about like sports and men being like stronger and tougher and it's like men um like muscularly speaking are stronger but women have more uh endurance and more of a pain threshold yeah so it's like dudes might too. be able to like lift a bunch of weights 
but women can lift like a normal amount of weights for longer and like deal with more pain. And it's like, yeah, I think so. Like endurance pain threshold fucking once a month. You better betcha. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, isn't that what that that is? Your uterus is contracting to push all this, the, the prep for the baby out. And since the new, the new, uh, the new tenant didn't move in, Mm -hmm. you're, you know, it's the same feeling. It's just not pushing out a tenant, you know? No, there's differences. I think that, uh, I couldn't do it. I didn't want to do it. Oh, have kids? Nope. Yeah, I don't know. I've joked about like wanting to have kids, but I don't have twins because my mom's a twin and like have one be natural birth just to feel it. And the second one be so fucking high. I don't even realize that like I pushed another one out. <laughs> just like sneeze. And be like, oh, I got two of them. Like, wow, that's great. <laughs> I didn't even know I was pregnant. Yeah, no, that shit's hardcore. That stuff is nutty. My little sister is very uh, fascinated by pregnancy and birth like she would watch like animal birthing shows she knows so much about that stuff and she wants to be a doula so just like help women with their pregnancies and i'm just like yeah dude if you're interested in that stuff and you can help someone through like the most intense time in their life yeah and be like a calm nurturing person i think that's fucking awesome yeah definitely. i have kids i'm hitting up my little sister and be like you're living with me (laughs) help me out (laughs) maybe she's gonna be the one to help you have the kids you decide to have someday someday Someday. we'll figure it out yeah, I'm definitely not the mothering type. Now, I have a niece, my sister Deborah's kid. Oh, wow. Like, she is such a good mom. And, like, my brother Nick has a kid who, but almost all of his kids have, have all turned out to be really great parents. But me? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Nope. The power of choice, though, you know? If you yeah. want to have them, cool. If not, all right. That's fine. Not everyone has to have kids. And I feel like that's such an important decision. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people that I was with that I was like, oh, I would have, like, kids with you or marry you one day super glad that never happened because now i can still be an independent person there's no like weird strings attached with we have a kid together right plus i've never felt that i'm at the right moment to be a mom because it's so important to like i want to have my shit together and be the best mom ever i don't want to just have a kid out of like necessity or like a mistake or just like well i love this person let's try and make it work and have a baby like right. no fuck no i need to be like exactly where i want to be like emotionally and financially with someone else who's like matching that so we can be like the best parents ever because it's right. such a fucking big deal and it makes me so sad that people are like yeah my parents like didn't even want me it's yeah. just like fuck i was a huge, had you Not, yeah. i mean i'm glad you're here no because, i was a huge you know, accident i feel the same way every time i hear somebody talk about a kid being an accident it just infuriates me it's like number one you should never tell their kid a kid yeah. that they were an accident it's every kid should think their they're planned yeah. for the rest of their goddamn life yeah. i don't think they're ever really going to get over that my family my mom used to joke that um i was how she got a new trailer (laughs) because you're the last kids you need a bigger place or something well no my mom had saw they were living in a single wide trailer on a piece of land and she wanted a bigger place and they had just enough rooms for the kids they had and my dad goes well you get pregnant again and i'll get you a double wide with more rooms (laughs) you're a bargaining chip (laughs) and i'm like dude my mom could have had now this sounds really horrible but my mom was in her late 30s in the 70s i could have had down syndrome <laughs> my dad had been to vietnam like three times three or four times and my mom Damn. was in her late 30s and he was in his late 30s and i'm like you guys could have made me wrong <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> that's dangerous to have kids that late yeah, yeah. And i was like even just screwing up but the thing it was my mom said the doctor had told her that she couldn't have kids anymore and what he should have said was is you shouldn't have shouldn't. children <laughs> so the sister before me passed away and they were like you you sh- you, you you can't have kids anymore and they should have said you shouldn't yeah and so she just never worried about it anymore and i came along five years after that so 
kind God, of a miracle baby, weird. no big deal. What's that? Said kind of a miracle baby, no big kind deal. Kind of, yeah. I'm I'm not wrong. So <laughs> that's, that's, that's <laughs> all right. So let's see where are we at. We're oh gosh, we're at 45 minutes. Damn girl. But yeah, we've been just sitting here chatting about all yeah. kinds of fun stuff. We'll say I like chatting with you too. So yeah. All right. So you're are you on any shows here in town anytime soon? I think this show is going to happen after this is released, but on April 1st, or August, April, whoops. <laughs> wow. The other A month, mm-hmm. on August 1st, I'm going to be doing the Dirty Dozen Roast Battle at Helium, which I'm stoked about. Hosting, that sounds like uh, fun. Roasting is always real fun. Who, how'd you get in on that? Um, Amanda Arnold hit me up on it. I've been on right a couple on. little roast shows here. I used to do that in Chicago, too. Um, nice. It's always a good time. Yeah. But I'm against Dylan Jenkins, and I legitimately love that dude. I'm like, oh, man. Like, roasting, it's... It's good when it's like someone you're really close with because then it's like, all right, we know everything about each other. We right. can talk shit. We'll be friends. Or someone you don't fucking like, you can just unload all your bullshit on them. But it's someone that's like, we don't know each other that well, but I really respect you. It's like, oh. And I like you right. in the scene. Yeah. It's like, oh, now I got to tear you into mean, But also, I don't want to lose. And like, how mean are you going to be? I don't know. I'll fucking figure it out. <laughs> and do, do you ever worry about hitting that one button that might make them be like, oh, <laughs> yeah sometimes i feel like my style for roasting though is like it sounds super shitty that i say it this way but kind of like backhand and compliments like i like to compliment the person first and then just fucking pull the rug out from under them so it's not just like fuck you fuck you it's like a legitimate like compliment to that person and then has something cutting at the end so it's like it's still kind of a weird positive roast because at the end of the day it's like i don't really fucking hate you or think you're a piece of shit but this is the game we're playing. So. so here we go. But I also really respect you. Please don't hate me. <laughs> Very cool. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to end it on this then. Okay. My grandmother has a saying for that exact thing that you're talking about. <laughs> and uh, she used to tell me that a true lady can hug someone, stab them in the back, and if you do it properly, they'll thank you for it. <laughs> Hell yeah. You've been listening to Bless Your Heart on You Gonna Meow Podcast Network. 